0: On the podcast, Seth brings together some of the most cutting-edge thought leaders in the world to share with you how they grow their businesses and how you can too. Hi, my name is Ella, Ella Green. The best marketing guy is my dad. First, he helps people with, with marketing magic. Next, if you need marketing help, he will help you. Finally, if he is a match marketer, my dad is the best. And now, here's your host, Seth Green.
1: Today I have the good fortune of interviewing Brett Gottlieb. Brett, thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Our pleasure. Let's go back in time a little bit. Um, How did you get started? Um, well, actually, right out of college, I had an opportunity to work for a a large consulting firm in the 401k and health benefit side of things. Um, My uncle of mine worked for their New York office. And there was an office in San Francisco, and they were looking to grow their practice and bring on uh, another advisor. And so I went and got my Securities license a six and sixty three and an insurance license and they sent me out into the field to uh drum up four o one k and health business on the group side of things
2: and how did you go from um tell us a little bit about the career journey from that to where you are now
1: um well i've been in the the same industry for the most part all along except for about a eighteen to 18-month to two-year period of time. I uh, was there for a couple years. I transitioned after that job. It was just a little bit um, too, too big of a company. It was 5,000-some-odd employees at the consulting firm, and I, uh, I was just a number. So uh, not much of a solid training program for helping me grow and grow where I wanted to go. And left, I, I had a, a background in marketing. I worked uh, in direct marketing for a couple uh, different companies, Actually, one was a, a direct mail firm, and they focused in the insurance space. So I had some knowledge there. And then after that, I ended up going and working for an insurance company in their marketing department. And after that, uh, had uh, a gentleman that I had grown up across the street from uh, was a CFP uh, down in the Los Angeles area, and he uh, was looking to grow his practice and bring on a, a junior guy and. That's uh, that's when I transitioned over there, and I worked with him uh, from 2002 through 2000 and uh, about 2011, 10, 11, and did a lot of individual planning. Um, everything from uh, mostly working with seniors and, and pre-retirees, retirees on on their benefits, everything from long-term care insurance and life insurance to Um, you know, stocks, bonds, mutual funds, and various other investment vehicles. And then transitioned in 2012. uh, He and I decided to go separate courses. We're still very good friends and actually do quite a bit of business together. And I opened up uh, my own firm in 2012 and have been off on my own uh, as an independent um, advisor since then.
2: What do you wish you knew when you started that you know now?
1: Well, I would say I probably wish that I had known the kind of the grind that it takes. Um, you know, and and I think this goes for anybody that's a business owner, really, in any industry. Um, you know, early hours, uh, we're talking here early, you know, it's 6 o'clock my time in California, and this is pretty normal. I get in the office at 6, and I work pretty much all day long and uh, until... Anywhere between five and six o'clock every day, and I never, I never really realized the amount of time that it would take when you are a business owner, or and even in the capacity when I was working with the other financial advisor, um, you know, to be successful, you have to put in the time and the effort and the energy, and it's not just you know like any regular job where you go to work, you get a paycheck, and you work nine to five. I, I, I didn't know that, and I didn't know. Uh, what it would take as far as um, the additional um, knowledge in various aspects it's not i'm not just a financial advisor you know I have to be an accountant for my own firm and and oversee certain things along the way and you know you get to a point where you can hire bookkeepers and you can start outsourcing but to grow and get to a certain point, you have to do that. You do your own marketing. You know you do a lot of your own paperwork. You until you get to a point where it makes sense to hire people, there's a lot where you are a one man shop and you do every aspect of running a business.
2: Absolutely.
1: What do you like best about your business? The people I, um, that's probably what keeps me going. Uh, you know, I've got a, a young family at home and uh, I've always said that uh, when my youngest, who's two and a half right now, when he's five, uh, my oldest will be seven. That'll be the time I want to spend a lot more time with my family. So I'm, I'm putting in that grind and those extra hours of work. And, um, and if it wasn't for the people I'm working with, um, and helping these pre-retirees and retirees get through uh, to their ultimate goal, which is enjoying retirement, not being afraid of of what's going on in the stock market, not being afraid of of um, their income is coming from in retirement, and and seeing them be happy and seeing them achieve their goals. And you know, it gives me a, a positive because I'm helping them out, and it gives me. Um, a positive to know that you know I can I can be like them at some point in time. Um, so it's it's really each person I get to see their situation is unique and different, and being able to spend that time with them and build a relationship. And you know a lot of my clients I've I've become very close with. And to to not have to shake hands with somebody when they when they leave or they arrive and you actually give them a hug. Hey, it's great to see you. Th- those are those are the important things. That's what I really enjoy about the business. Absolutely. What do you attribute your success to? Probably just a hard work ethic and the people that I've surrounded myself with. Um, you know, I, I give a lot of credit uh, to the, the CFP that I spent, his name's Michael Clark. We spent a lot of time working together. Um, and he's taught me a lot about the industry, about what to expect from it, um, where, it, what it can do for you. Um, so I think in the, in the business aspect of things, um, you know, I give him credit for teaching me and, and bringing me up this path. You know, of course I, I give credit to, um, my family and, and, my wife especially, we've been together a long time, and even before having kids, she knew the hours it would take to, to grow this thing over time, and, and you know, um, being away from her and the kids, you know, to get to a point uh, where we can have, you know, a little bit more financial independence, and and uh, be able to do the things that we want, so, you know, I thank her for that, and, and then probably my my dad and my mom and just their work ethic and the things that I learned from them of what it takes and watching them grind as I use the term, uh, uh, also, and knowing that you've got to put forth that effort to make things happen. Absolutely.
2: With all of the success you've achieved, what is your biggest challenge now?
1: Um, probably learn, like figuring out kind of what the next steps are. Um, where do I where do I want to go with my practice? Um, I've never intended to want to have a, you know, 220 person or even a 100 person financial advisory firm. That was never my goal. My goal was to, you know, get to a 10 or 15 person firm and be able to have more time with the family. Um, so I think really just trying to, um, maintain the trajectory that I'm on and get to that ideal point where I've got a good-sized staff, I've got a uh, um, good-sized group of other additional advisors here, and a, and a great group of clients that I'm supporting. You know, It's taken me time to learn that not everybody is the right fit, and you have to be able to say no to certain people. Um, even those big whale clients that you'd love to work with, there's just not always a perfect fit. And maintaining and managing the right people on your staff and in your client base, you know, you can continue to grow and you can get to a point where it's manageable. Um, I know question C, adding more staff and adding more junior advisors on to the firm uh, as we move along here over the next couple of years. Great. What
2: drives you crazy about the business?
1: being pulled in multiple directions at, uh, at the same time. Um, and probably paperwork. I, we live in a, a, a very digital world nowadays and it's very easy to, to try or to want to try to become all electronic, but I'm still a little old school as far as the paper and the files. And, um, it's overwhelming at times. There's, uh, you know, you have a day where you want to you figure I don't have any meetings, I'm going to get through some paperwork and do some planning that I need to do, and lo and behold, there's, you know, uh, an emergency that comes about or an issue that pops up, and staff can't handle it, and you need to get involved, and it takes you away from the, the concentration you had or the things you were trying to accomplish, and then those things that you're supposed to do start to pile up, and you fall an hour behind and a week behind and, uh, you know, a day behind, a week behind. And next thing you know, you're like, oh, I got to, how do I dig myself out of this uh, this hole here and get caught back up? So it's just having, wanting to be, wanting to grow and wanting to do a lot with your business, but just not even having enough time in the day to be able to do it because you get pulled in so many different directions as a business owner.
2: Absolutely. You mentioned being an account, almost having to be an
1: accountant in your own practice.
2: Uh, how do you manage the financial aspect?
1: Um, I'm very hands on, uh, with my business. You know, I, I've got a bookkeeper that does a lot of the billing and the booking. Um, but as far as the, you know, and somebody doing payroll, but as far as, you know, overseeing and, and looking at all of the, the various bills that come across our desk and, you know, the marketing plan that we're putting in place and making sure that we're budgeting appropriately for the year forward, so that we can, you know, meet our goals and see the right amount of uh, client or prospects, I should say, to turn into clients over time. Um, so it takes uh, trying to manage the finances is always a, a challenge, and and you know you've got people you know that depend upon you and what you're doing with your business. So you want to make sure that you're on top of that and and keep things straight.
2: That makes a lot of sense. You talked about marketing. Uh, let's. Talk about that. How are you? What are you doing in terms of marketing to attract new clients to your practice?
1: Uh, a lot. Marketing is one of those things. If I could, you know, and I, I have a degree in marketing as well as a degree in economics, and so I think that the the marketing degree is the part that I really do enjoy. If I could just spend a lot of time in that space, you know, I would. And and uh, one of my staff members here, that's specifically what she and I do together. Um, everything uh, in the realm of Print media, um, being uh, local advertising in uh, local papers in the community. I live in a smaller community um, here in San Diego, and, and in that community, I like since my kids are young, we're not really in the school system yet. So a way to, to know people, I make sure I advertise, you know, locally there where people are constantly seeing me in print. Um, I do some other print and other local papers, so that's always one way. Um, I do I do seminars. Um, I've actually become a a pretty significant authority in the world of social security. And so I do a lot of seminars, um, not only for trying to drive client base for myself, but actually for other advisors that have, um, hired and brought me in to do the speaking on their behalf and be, um, kind of their authority speaker. Um, I've done online, um, I've got some pretty significant online presence, everything from pay-per-click, uh, to email marketing, Um, and then of course, you know, your social media space, I've got, you know, a network, uh, a newsletter that I send out with, you know, pre-programmed and designed and set up, you know, social media posts and, uh, being out there really just as much as possible. Um, I do, I have a couple networking groups. I've never been a a huge fan of the networking world in this business. It's, uh, I, as a, a comprehensive advisor, it's very easy for me, it's second nature to ask about other things in someone's financial plan, whether that's their mortgage or it's their taxes or it's their um, insurances, and be able to refer, know everything and then refer them to people that can help them in those various spaces. But I've found over time that it's great to go out and get to know estate planning attorneys and CPAs and all these other uh, financial professionals, but it's not second nature to them to know if the person – Isn't having success with a financial advisor they're working with, or doesn't even have one and they should have one, or um, you know, so the referral in reverse is not as great. So I don't spend a lot of time. There's a couple groups that I go to that I've met people, more of just kind of having my name out there, so when the time does come, um, it works out for me. So you can see, I mean, I, I really do, I touch almost every aspect. Marketing um, in my in my practice here to keep my name in front of people, keep it relevant, and be sharing good information.
2: Absolutely. What are three of the best books you've ever read that had the
1: most impact on your work? That's a good one. Um, well, I would say <laughs> I have to give it up. Uh, as I mentioned, being a social security, uh, I'd have to to uh Lawrence Kotlikoff and, and his book about, you know, uh Get What's Yours. Uh he recently actually redid that book about Social Security and really understanding the ins and outs because it's a pretty crazy system. Um aside from that, um there's a book, I'm trying to remember the name of it, um, that I want to say the Welch story it's a Jack, it was by Jack Welch um another good book that uh you know just kind of showed me more about the inner workings of business and yeah it's more on the corporate America side of things but um that was that was a pretty significant one uh for me I read that one a long time ago and aside from that I think it's I'm more of a um would be trade or, or industry specific. Like I read a lot of things as simple as, you know, marketing for dummies, you know, things like that, that really teach you what you need to do for your business. Um, what can you do to, to grow or fix a certain aspect of your business? Um, those are more of kind of the general. So, you know, a lot of different, uh, uh, growth type of books, but more in specific tools that you can use in your practice. Um, versus uh you know some of the greats that i know that are out there that's you know when i have i think when i have a lot of time i'm not actually spending it doing a lot of reading i'm trying to spend my time with uh with family and friends and um you know and what things can kind of grow my practice or grow my business
2: okay for our for folks who are resonating with this and want to learn more about you and what you've got to offer um where is the best place for them to go to learn more about you
1: um probably the, my website is a is a great resource um a lot of good information about me it's you know dot com it's uh e v i s o r um and aside from that you can even just do a search for my name brett Gottlieb, and uh i've got some pretty significant Yelp reviews and different uh sites I've uh, been quoted in a few different articles out there um you know whether it's about social security or whether it's about uh just general investment ideas um you know Wall Street Journal things like that um but probably the website's the main place to go and uh and learn more about me and what I what I do.
2: Okay. Thank you so much. We
1: greatly appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you.